What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Joe for All podcast. My name's Shane Couch. This is my co-host, Cameron Dawson. Hi, guys. And, you know, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. And, you know, we took a little break, but we're back. But we just want to say we're going to switch it up a little bit. Instead of, like, doing, like, a message, we're just going to talk about what's been happening in our lives, what's happening in the world, and just kind of give, like, a Christian personal perspective from it. So I know there's plenty of podcasts where you can see, like, a worldly perspective, but this is going to be a Christian perspective. Is that right, Cameron? Our focus is to have a more Christian worldview than some of the other podcasts. Not hating on other podcasts, but I definitely think this one has the chance to be up there with some of the worldly podcasts that you may listen to. Yeah, so today I really just want to start out with what's been happening in college football. Cameron, what's happening in Alabama? If y'all don't know, I'm a huge Alabama fan. Every player is just leaving just because we've got a new head coach. Like I'm the coach here. Man. I think it's messed up because, you know, I may not be huge in the sports world, but I'm just saying, why does Alabama's roster have a 30-day open period where people can just pick their players off the roster and we can't do nothing about it? Yeah? It's just not good. Yeah, I agree with that. And also, what's up with the NIL? I don't agree with that at all. There's, like, 20-year-olds making more money than I make. Or well, you're 20. I know I'm 20, but, like, 18, 19, whatever they are. Bro, they have more money than I could see in my lifetime. And Lamborghinis. Yeah, if you didn't know, Isaiah Bond got a Lamborghini and $700,000 to join Texas. So basically now, it's whoever's the richest school. So basically, it's just turned to the NFL at this point. Texas is about to have every player just because they have more money than all the other schools. But yeah, you know, I thought it'd be a good way to start just asking a question to Cameron, to me, myself. So, does getting baptized make you saved? Like, just straight baptized? Like, like, does getting baptized mean, like, you're, like, does the baptism, like, you getting dunked on water mean you're saved? No. Not at all. Because it's essentially the same thing as you getting, like, dunked in. All baptism is, is a symbol of, like, you stepping out in Jesus. It's not really a, it's not what saves you. Because the only one that can really save you is Jesus. So baptism is, you know, obviously you get dunked in the water, but when you come up, it's, it represents the new has come and the old has stayed underneath the water. And so to answer that question, no, baptism cannot save you. Only Jesus can save you. Just like when Jesus is on the cross and he has the two criminals beside him, the one who accepted Jesus, he didn't have time to start a small group he didn't have time to go get baptized he didn't have time to tithe or go to church like bro was literally on the cross next to jesus and so he still is in heaven right now with jesus and he never got baptized so i think that's scripture that's scripture evidence right there to back that claim up i completely agree with that i was gonna bring up the exact same thing i was gonna just be like what about a thief on the cross huh he never got baptized but my answer is baptism. You don't have to get baptized to go to heaven. Now, when you get baptized, it's like it's like getting a wedding ring. Like the wedding ring doesn't mean you're married. What the wedding ring doesn't doesn't isn't the thing. That's not why you're married because the wedding ring. But the wedding ring shows people that you're married. That's like getting baptized shows people that you're a Christian and you're not living for the world anymore. All right, Cameron, got another question for you. This one's tough for the dog lovers out there. Do dogs or pets go to heaven? Okay, first off, why do I got to answer it? I'll okay. answer it. I'll answer it next. Okay, she'll answer it next. Yeah, no, they don't. I why? mean, so I think it's Solomon who writes it. 
it's in the Bible. I'm not really sure what in verse, but basically he compares the world when we don't have God in our lives. It's essentially meaningless. And he brings up the point of like when dogs die, they don't, dogs don't have a soul. Like as sad as it sounds, they really don't. So, you know, you can post on Snapchat or Instagram or whatever, RIP Fido, I'll see you again in heaven. But, you know, <laughs> for being honest, you really won't. Because, don't get me wrong, I love my dogs, I love them to death, but they, they don't have a soul. They weren't built like we are, made up of, you know, body, mind, and soul, and spirit, and all the things God gave us. Don't get me wrong, they're still great pets, but no, they do not. Yes, same answer. They don't, and I didn't even know that was a verse in Psalm. I didn't know he talked about dogs. I should be reading the Bible worn out, but. But dogs are not going to heaven. So sorry about Mr. What's it? Scruffy? That's a dog name, right? Scruffy? Scruffy. Who names their dog Scruffy? It's like the basic dog name, dude. Like, so Scruffy's not going to heaven. Sorry to say. That's a sad. But Camden, throughout this break, y'all go first. What a, what, 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 were, what were Camden Dawson and Shane guys doing on their break? Their little break from podcasting their five episodes they did before the break. Yeah. Be honest, I really don't know what I did. Oh, what did I do? Oh, I worked at a church camp. That's what I did. Me and Cameron actually lived together at a church camp with two other people, and we were interns there. We also interned for the Church of the Highlands under the youth pastor, Josh Pierce. And during those moments, we really grew. I grew spiritually. I don't know about Camden, but I definitely grew spiritually. And so I came, so we came back as podcasts, and, you know, like before we were trying to, like, do a whole message going like a certain perspective time, but we're just going to talk and just give people the Christian perspective. Like I said earlier, there's so many worldly perspective podcasts, but there's not really a bunch of Christian perspective podcasts. So hopefully we'll bring up some major issues in this world. So Camden, what were you doing on the break? I mean, I was doing the same thing you were for the most part. Um, we lived together and worked for one of the guys we went to church with, which it was really fun. Not so much living with Shane just because he ate all my snacks and then I ate all his snacks. So if you don't know anything about me and Shane, we can eat a lot of food and I, you know, living by myself became really expensive because I had access to Chick-fil-A like every day of the week, except for Sunday, sadly. But yeah, my, my bank account sure took a hit, but no, I definitely grew a lot spiritually just from working with the kids that we worked with at our youth camp. And then also, you know, as Shane said, interning with our student pastor, Josh Pierce. Well, not your youth pastor anymore. Yeah. So if y'all didn't know people, if you're from Fultonville, you know, this Camden left the Fultonville campus Church of Highlands to move to Gadsden under the youth pastor Drake. So we're not together anymore. We're not doing ministry together anymore. So he's on, he swaps sides. Not, not like not like the worldly side. They swap, swap campuses on us. It's like a mega church campus thing, multiple multiple campus church, and he went to another campus, and he's under the youth pastor there. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess we'll hit on that because, well, kind of brought it up. But yeah, no, I did not swap to the worldly side. I'm, yeah, let's get no, no, not yet. Let's let's get that I clear. To... Let's get that clear. Shut up. But. Yeah, so I do not go to Fulton Bell campus anymore. Just like Shane said, I'm at Gadsden. Um, I'm under 
Drake's supervision. He is now my student pastor. And really the reason behind that was I never really planned on leaving Fultonville. Never really did until one time, uh, me and Shane, we decided to go to a Gadsden Christmas service. And when I stepped onto the campus, it was like, it was like I could see myself being there and like I was drawn there. And so I started praying about it and I talked to a lot of my leaders, my mentors who I still talk to today and still look up to a lot. One of them, his name's Parker. He was incredible with guiding me and leading me and making sure I knew what God was really saying to me. And so it was not easy leaving Fultonville because that's where ministry started for me. That's where I met Josh Pierce, one of my biggest mentors in my life and still is today. It's where I made a ton of church friends and where I learned how to connect with students, how to lead people. And I got so many ministry opportunities, but now I'm looking forward to doing the same thing at Gadsden and I'm excited for what's to come. And so I'm still full now, still running strong with the Dale. But so I, I thought, you know, who is, who are Camden Dawson and Shane Couch, the host of the Jay Fro podcast? Who is, what's the future for him? So, to be honest, we really don't know where this podcast is going to go. We don't know if people are going to like it or not. I like it. I love doing it. But I don't know if y'all love it. Obviously, if you're listening to it, you probably do. But hopefully one day, this podcast will be big enough for us to just continue doing. But if not, I'm in actually in college right now at Wall State, and I'm, in, I'm getting an associate's degree in computer science, and I'm going to hopefully become a data analyst. So any, anybody out there hiring for a data analyst, I'll be there one day. But so Camden, how do you feel about this election coming up? We're old enough to vote now and we're Christians and the voting, voting's coming up. I'll just, I'll make it short and sweet for you. No idea anything about politics right now. Do I really know who I want to vote for? No. Am I even going to vote? Probably not. I mean, I might. I have no idea. But right now, I, that's the last thing on my mind. So, Shane, since politics are so crazy, who are you going to vote for? I'm not even registered to vote. Because you know why? I've not done my research. I just don't want to vote for somebody. Just because. Just because. See, we're not even registered to vote, so I don't know why we're talking about this. But, you know. Who you got for the Super Bowl? Personally, I got the Lions. I like the Lions. Like Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, the Lions. Let's go. Because the Dolphins are out now because my boy was Tua, but now they're gone. Because they had to play in negative five degree weather. Bull crap. They were playing in 100 degree weather all year. They got to play in negative five. Okay, I'm just saying. That's messed up. I think they're just babies. They just, they can't take the, the weather. What an excuse. It was too cold. Anyways, yeah, just like Shane's Dolphins are out the playoffs, give me, give me the Bills whooping the Chiefs, beating the Ravens, and going all the way. And then if Shane's Lions make it to the Super Bowl some way, somehow, like, the Bills will beat them too. Give me Bills Mafia all day, all night. Negative degree weather, sunny, whatever. 
they will beat anybody. I'm kind of biased. But at the same time, I mean, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, James Cook, Khalil, Khalil Shakir is coming alive. Like, dude, Shane, there's no way the Lions can beat the Bills. Explain, so let me explain something to y'all. Cannon is a bandwagon for the Bills. Yeah. Bandwagon starts with B, Bills starts with B, Cannon starts with C, which is the one away from the letter B in the alphabet. Right. So technically, Cannon is a bandwagon fan. And if you have something wrong with my math, if you can send it to the our our box, our comment box, or something like that, I don't know, because uh, I don't care. But but yeah, that's our Super Bowl predictions. I don't think anybody cares. But the lines are going all the way. I don't care what Cannon says about the Bills. Yeah, Cannon. What have you been reading in the scripture lately? But right now, I've been reading a lot in Job, which, if you don't know, um, I can kind of give you a little bit of backstory on Job. So Job was very blessed. He had a ton of livestock, like a ton of land, like big family, everything. Job was very blessed and a really nice house. So Satan, he goes to God and he's like, well, the only reason Job really loves you and worships you is because you have blessed him so much. You've given him all these things. So God essentially is like, I bet. You can you can make Job's life like miserable. So God takes his blessing or takes his hand off of Job and Satan is allowed to like mess with Job in a way. Like so I say mess, but like he makes Job's life awful. So Job lost his house, his family, his livestock, his skin like became like diseased. So it was so bad to where the point, or to the point, that, like, his friends didn't recognize him. And so within that, he vowed he would never curse God's name. And even through everything that had happened to him, he still never cursed God's name. Like, at one point, Job, like, is talking to God, and he says, God, I resent the day that I was born because of how bad everything got for him. But even then, he still never said one bad thing about God. And I'm still reading it right now. I'm still early on into it. But as much as I've read, that's a little appetizer into it. And right now, I think that's where, that's one of the things I'm trying to implement into my life. Just because no matter how bad something gets, no matter how bad a situation is, I'm not going to blame God for it because it's not all just because you're in a bad situation doesn't mean God is causing you that bad situation because the truth is sometimes life just isn't fair. And within that, we have an enemy who, you know, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And so sometimes we put the blame on God and we run away from God because we feel like he's the one who's causing us to go through these hard times or we lost a family member and we want to ask God why, like, why did you do this? But really it's not God who's doing that to you. That's, that's like just how the world is because in the Bible, it talks about every man is appointed to die once. I think it's in revelation. It talks about that. But this life is not the end. 
And so it's just cool to see how Job lost everything, but yet he still loved God more and more each day. Thank. That was good. That was really good. We kind of switched up real fast there. Went from Super Bowl to deep Bible talk. But yeah, lately I've been reading. Actually, it was kind of crazy because Camden said he wanted to, We're doing a Bible study tonight. So we do Bible studies Friday nights at, at Con Cups. It's a coffee shop in Alabama, little Cleveland, Alabama that we have. And, you know, Camden brought up Luke 2, like the story of Jesus being born and like him growing up. Yeah, I wanted to read that this morning when I woke up. And to be honest, I really love it. Like, obviously, most of us have probably heard the story of baby Jesus. If you haven't, go read Luke 2 right now. But what really stuck with me is when Jesus's father and Mary, like Joseph and Mary, they're like, they were like, where did Jesus go? They were younger. They brought him to the temple, and they're like, "Where did Jesus go on the way home? Because he just disappeared." And and they were like, they went back to the temple and found him preaching. And they were like, "What are you doing?" And he was like, "You know, if I get lost, I'm going to be at Father's house. Like that's where I'm going to be." So I like I don't know what that I want that to resonate with me. Like I want people to be like, when I like go away or people can't find me, like I want to be like, you know where Shane's out? He's at he's reading his Bible. He's at church. He's you know, like that's where I want people to see me at. You know, it's like so many people want to want them want people to see other want other people to see them as like going fancy places, going on vacation, being like a certain type of person. But when when I want when I see people look at me, I want people to see like, oh, he's reading his Bible, or he's or he's gone doing a Bible study, he's gone doing a mission trip, he's gone doing things for Jesus. And I don't know how to explain that, but yeah, yeah, I get what you were saying after even after the yeah, yeah. Yeah, essentially, that's kind of the whole point of our lives. Like, once we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior is not to live how we want, but to live in a way that is glorifying to Him and leading others to Him. Because, essentially, if you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but you go and you live how you want, you do the same things you used to do before you got saved, then did I'm not going to question your salvation because that's not my that's not my authority. I don't think anybody can really do that other than God. Or God actually knows, but it really just it kind of raises the question of like, did you really accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Did you really like mean what you said? Because when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that doesn't mean you're not gonna sin. Because when you, just because you accepted him doesn't mean you're perfect because nobody was perfect other than him. And so you still have sin in your life, but at the same time, it is nothing like it was. Like when you truly follow Jesus with all of your heart, then this in your life decreases and i think shane would agree with that yeah i think definitely the sin should decrease at least if it doesn't decrease then you need to check yourself and check with god but i I do think that it should your sin should obviously decrease but it's hard to be completely honest be the first one to say like it is it's not easy to just give up sin because sin's fun and it's not it's it's fun it's that simple like Hear me out. Sin has three letters in it. Fun has three letters in it. 
So therefore, that's a direct relationship right there. Sin. They both Sin. have ends. They they do both have ends. I mean, I think we just put the puzzle together. We are scholars. Bible scholars, baby. I ain't even been to theology school. I'm already there. Send me questions about the Bible. I'll answer them instantly. Instantly. I don't even think about them. But, you know, talking about this, we had a midweek. I don't know. I was act like people know what midweek is. So basically, it's our Wednesday service, youth service at church. And our youth pastor was talking about, well, my youth pastor, not Canada anymore, was talking about the miracle of prayer, the power of prayer. And he brought up that, like, 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 God truly does listen to every prayer. Like he listens to, there's a verse in the Psalm that says, it's prayers of the righteous. And he brought up a story of how like, how like he was praying, his his mother and father got divorced. And he was praying for his mother and father to get it back together. But he realized that relationship was just terrible for the both of them. But him praying, praying for his mother and father to get back together made him have forgiveness for his father. But prayer, I believe prayer is powerful. I believe prayer changed my life. Because if you ever heard my story, my buddy Bryson, I didn't know this until after I'd already been saved and stuff, but he had been praying for me, Camden, his close friends every single night for us to really get close to the Lord. And eventually it happened. And I really, I truly think prayer changed my life. So anybody out there that just, that's questioning prayer, that's just questioning anything, it truly is powerful. And you can look up stories and stories of, of how prayer changes your life. And maybe it's not working right now. Maybe you're praying for something right now and it's, it's not working. It will work. And it may not work the way you want it to work. It'll work the way God wants it to work. Yeah, so don't be discouraged if your prayer isn't working right away because it will. It will, I promise. It may not work out the way you want it to because it's God's timeline, not our God timeline. Well, not our timeline. Something like that. Not our timeline, but it will end up working. But, Cameron. Yeah, so on the topic of prayer, I actually saw a funny meme about this the other day. It was a Christian meme page. We'll just get this. We'll get that out there. But it said, the moment you start saying Daddy God in prayer is the moment God stops listening. Not true. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's true, but I, I do think you got to check the way you approach God. I don't think calling him Daddy God is the best way to. I'll be completely honest. Completely honest. I never call him Daddy God, but like. If you're saying it from the bottom of your heart, just, you know, Daddy God, I mean, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Like, if you grew up saying Daddy God, I mean, you don't know nothing else. But if you're saying it to be funny, it's different. Like, hey, Daddy God, help me, you know. Like, if I'm being 100% honest and saying that, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, that's where we disagree. But like Shane said about prayer, it is powerful. All throughout Scripture and even, like, in everyday life, even now, like, you can still see the impact that prayer has like shane said you know our buddy bryson we had no clue he was praying for us how are we supposed to know he doesn't live anywhere close to us anymore and anything like that but he was still praying for us day and night like and now he got to watch us be changed but now you know through prayer we saw our small group go from like 10 people to almost 40 people like prayer works but hitting on prayer when but some people are always like well god doesn't hear my prayer because he 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 hasn't answered it yet god doesn't 
hear my prayer or want to answer me. He answers all these other people, but he doesn't answer me. And the truth in that is just because God maybe doesn't answer your prayer doesn't mean that he doesn't listen to you, just like Shane said earlier. I know for me, there have been a lot of prayers that I've prayed that I really wanted God, you know, to like grant me to to happen and for God to answer, and he didn't. But, you know, months down the road, I realized that if I would have gotten what I've prayed for, then I would be in a completely different situation right now because it it becomes different when we use God as like our our celestial Santa Claus or our bellboy, you know, like it really does like beg the question, are you like, are you praying for just your needs or are you praying in the same way Jesus did? Because Jesus prayed to the Father for the Father's will to be done. You know, when reading the Lord's Prayer, you can see it's a template for a way we can pray. So right here, I actually wrote it down because I thought it was really cool. So, going through the Lord's Prayer, you know, when it says our Father in Heaven, that's essentially like a time when we can relate to God. Like, you know, what is your relationship with God? Do you have a relationship with God? And then it goes into hallowed be your name. Hallowed means to honor as holy. So, in that part of the prayer, like, it's where you honor God. You worship Him through song. You you reverence Him. You know that He is holy. He is mighty. He is the one who saved you. And so, through that, even through all prayers, I feel like you can find a deeper meaning to them instead of just surface level. Which, oh no, I mean... If you want to say something, you can. Yeah, I was just going to say, I was going to say, kind of say, we talk about prayer a lot and the power of prayer. And to be honest, if you don't believe us, just listen to Jesus. Jesus did it the whole time of the Bible. Before he did anything, he prayed. I always bring him back to the story of when he, when he was, when he sent his disciples across the sea and he didn't go with them. That's because he went off to pray and then he walked across the water to get back to him because he wanted time to pray. That's how powerful prayer was. He literally walked across the water because he still wanted to have time to pray. That's crazy. And I think, I'm going to be honest, I'm not going to lie, I think Jesus wanted to show he could walk on water too. I think, I was like, hey, I'm Jesus, I'm walking on water. That's pretty tough. Can you walk on water? I can't because I'm not Jesus. I cannot. But, you know, I try. Peter did, and Peter wasn't Jesus. Yeah, but he also had his eyes on Jesus, and then he took his eyes off Jesus, which uh, can be an example of when we take our eyes off Jesus and we're in to the world, we sink in the water, and then Jesus pulls us back up out of the water because he's faithful to us. So so the question is, Shane, were you sinking at one point? I was sinking at one point, but now I got my eyes on Jesus, so I think I can walk on water now. And we will try it. Actually, you know what? Actually, I lost in a bowling game, so I do have to jump in a pool while it's freezing. So we'll we'll tell because if I walk on water, I'm not jumping in the pool. God's got me with that one. That's a prayer I'm going. I'm praying. Okay, Cameron. Well, I guess we're gonna the prayer, the power of prayer. But I think we're gonna end it off with this last question, just to end it off. A little little funny question to end it off. Were there dinosaurs in the ark? Were there dinosaurs in the ark? Because listen, I know it says animals or whatever, but like more animals back then, you know. 
They could have been dinosaurs. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They could have been dinosaurs. I'm not agreeing or disagreeing that there weren't dinosaurs, but, like, if they were all on the ark and then after the ark, you, a T-Rex would have wiped everything out. Now, that I think about it, it's probably not true, but I'd say you bring it up to your pastor and ask him. That's a valid question. There probably was not dinosaurs on the ark, because I think about it, there's not dinosaurs now, so there couldn't have been dinosaurs on the ark, but listen. Love, love my man Noah in the Bible. Noah, he was a very righteous man. But let's be real. Is Noah really outrunning a velociraptor? He had lions on there, dude. They'll eat the lions, too. What do you mean? Yeah, dude, like, like mountain. Like, do they have mountain lions back then, dude? Mooly mammoths. Giraffe, dude, giraffes are scary, dude. I don't care what people say. Giraffes are scary. Elephants. Wait. Elephants. Zebras. Dude, like. Wait, what's another crazy animal? Like, tiger, dude? A tiger? Wait, wait, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else is huge? A whale? Wait, no. Whales just lived in the water because the world got flooded. <laughs> said a whale. <laughs> wait, so, this one I don't understand. The fish just got, you know, they just got, they just got the free reign of the earth, dude. The fish, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, the fish got it for, got everything for free, dude. They just got to they got to swim wherever they wanted to, dude. Think about the fish. The fish just thought they were insane, probably, dude. They just took over the world. You think... Okay, listen, this is a real question. I actually asked a question. I know we're going to finish off there, but in Lightning McQueen, Cars, in the Cars movie, is there a, Jesus, a, a car Jesus? Because there's car people. Something like that. Is there a car Jesus in, in, the, in, the, in the world of cars? Or the world of B movie, is there a B Jesus? Well, there is a B Jesus, actually. I talk about him. But there's people in B movie also. There's probably a real Jesus. Wait, wait. Planes. Is there a plane Jesus? No? What other movies is it like? No, because there's still there's still people in those. Wait, wait. Let me think one real quick, guys. Shane is trying to find the bigger concept in these little kid movies, and essentially, no. There, I don't think bees are in the bee movie are focused on. Is there a bee Jesus? Even in like a bug's life, I mean. Even a, in a bug's life, there's not really people in that, I don't think. But I don't think there's a bug Jesus that just defeats the whole purpose of the real Jesus creating everything we see. Because then there would just be a Jesus for everything. Obviously, but I'm not being for real. Like, obviously, there's not a car Jesus. Obviously, there's not a car Jesus. But my buddy Parker brought it up. They used to talk about it. There's definitely a car Jesus in the movie Cars. Cars are the only thing that's on the earth, so car Jesus had to be a thing. I mean, that's more that's more like reliable than the bug movies. I can understand the car Jesus argument, but I mean the bug movies, bug movies were or bugs were created by the one true Jesus, and so therefore. I mean, that kind of discredits there being another Jesus to them. But. So, yeah, we're getting close to time. So, I think we're going to end it here. It's a crazy podcast. We're all over the place. Super Bowl to car Jesus. to the, And then we got deep for the prayer in Luke 2 and whatever you read. I, I don't remember. And then the baptism question. But. But, yeah, it's been fun. And it's good to know we still know how to podcast after months of not doing one. I really think I like this way a lot better. We just talk about whatever. Yeah. But the Christian perspective. You know, there's plenty of podcasts out there. You get a worldly perspective. But, you know, go pray. Go live. Go live for Jesus. Go minister to people. Go make disciples. And God bless you.